Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Dodger Dudes show with former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and his Sandlot buddy Josh the Duker Luke. The Dodger Dudes talk Dodger baseball, Sandlot stories from their youth, and share what it's going to take for the Blue Crew to win the World Series. Don't forget to answer our weekly poll question and fan poll on Twitter and Facebook. The Dodger Dudes Show is part of the Believe Sports Network online at BLEAV.com. The Dodger Dudes believe in the Dodgers. Do you believe? Welcome to the Dodger Dudes with co-host Josh Luke and former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomka. Well, Brett, we're riding the emotional roller coaster that is the playoffs when you got the best teams in the league, man. So what do you think about a game four loss where the Dodgers, after the, the fifth inning, were never really in it, man? Yeah, it was – gosh, it was a tough game. Um, it just – one of those games that I feel like they were in it. They had a good chance to, to do some damage against Scherzer and they just let it slide through their fingers. Um, you know, and not to say that it wasn't – it slid through their fingers with Max Scherzer on the mound. So it wasn't like, you know, it was something that was, you know, there that was automatic. I mean, Scherzer was putting it down. That guy looked like a beast tonight. So, you yeah. know, tip your cap to him and say, you know, good job. But I felt like the Dodgers had a, had a good opportunity uh, a couple times in the game that just fell a little bit short. It's disappointing. Five hits on the game for the Dodgers, 15 left on base. Yeah. Uh, that's never going to play out well. Um, the two innings that really were telling was uh, the inning that Baez gave up the home run, and all of a sudden the game was, you know, <laughs> yeah. almost almost the equivalent of a two-score game in football. I mean, you just, know what I mean? <laughs> almost exactly like the night before, but the opposite yeah. way. You know, yeah. where you just felt, you know, Same Washington. Emotion. Yeah. yeah, the night before Washington, it was like, you know, that big inning happens, you're defeated. You're basically like, that was it. There's the game. And same thing with the Dodgers tonight. They, they went down. They tried to scratch back for a second, you know, with, with a couple innings left. But, you know, just fell a little short. So, in the fifth inning, the Nationals put up four. Uh, puts the game to a 5-1 game. Uh, we give up. Uh, Belly had that error. I mean, the weather is what it, it was. So, I mean, that, that error in a, in a no-weather game is, is unacceptable. I mean, would you agree? But in a in a rain game, I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to say if he yeah, looked well, up and couldn't I, see anything. It was the rain. It was it was the, the, the wind. Because that, yeah. that ball Muncie hit later in the game. A that total ball, home run. Yeah. Oh, and any other game, you could see the guys kind of like laughing and looking at each other. Even when yeah. Muncie ran by Doolittle, he even like laughed like, wow, I got away with that one. Yeah, 400. Four foot out, that would have been 440. <laughs> yeah, and you're talking about Bellinger. He's he's a gold glove type guy. So for him to make an not, I won't even say an error. You know, it just yeah. 
you know, it, it was the conditions and the elements. That's why, that's why errors are, are tough sometimes because it's not always how it seems. Well, let's talk about the cliche. It's a game of inches. I think we need uh, to rename that to it's a game of half inches. Jeez. I mean, it couldn't be more cliche because, you know, the ball down the line that Muncie hit, you're talking. No, no, no. Peterson, right? We're oh, talking. Oh, Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That ball down, down the line, you're talking an inch or two from, from clearing the bases and maybe being a runner on third base, which, you know, could be. Where was the rain then, man? Bringing that ball down an inch right. too. <laughs> or like the wind blowing from, from right field foul pole to the left field foul pole. Oh, but it's tough. I mean, you, I've been on both ends of that where, you know, you get, you get helped out by a, 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 a play like that or a call like that and, and been on the other end where it's, you know, it's kind of bite you in the butt and cost you. So, you know, that's why it's baseball. That's why, that's why it's a great game. And, you know, there's errors, there's human errors, there's, there's inch, there's, you know, shots by inches that it just miss. It's, it's why the game is the way it is. Well, and, uh, you know, I thought it was a well-officiated game today. The umpires pretty much stayed consistent. Uh, Rich Hill got in some trouble there a little earlier. We we're hoping to get one more inning out of him. Um, Maeda did his thing. Uh, May looked good. Um, look, bottom line, started, I, to, to, to be honest, I think where it fell apart was Urias. Urias got in trouble yeah. and then, you know, had to bring in Baez to try to match up against Zimmerman. And that's kind of where it all fell. And Urias had been great the night before. Um, so, you know, it happens. Sometimes you go in there and get it done. Sometimes you don't. But it, like I said, when it's in the playoffs and when it, it's in a, a big game like that and under a microscope, it just hurts that much more. So it is what it is now, man. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a wild card one game. And, and you know what, folks, as much as I'm the hugest Dodger fan ever and I'm nervous, I just told my wife, hey, the season's over Wednesday. If we don't step up and that's what, that's what it's all about, you know? Yeah. Um, so I like our chances as well. I mean, it just who, whoever hits, the pitchers are going to pitch, but whoever hits is going to come out victorious. We've seen that the last two nights, right? Right. Well, I mean, I mean, look at the pitching matchups. You got Strasburg, who was dominant. Six innings, three hits, one run, ten punch outs. So, I mean, an incredible game. But And I think I, I know what Dodger Nation is thinking right now. Like, oh, the, this is getting away from us. Now we got to go face Strasburg. But you got to remember, we got Walker Bueller going, who threw a gem game one. So, you know, you got to think big picture here. You got to think, hey, we're not out of it. And, and that's what I think the fans and the Dodgers and, you know, Doc has to rally the troop and say, Hey, you guys, we're right where we're, you know, that's why you have home field advantage. They get to go back to LA and have that place rocking for game five and come out there and try to do damage and have one of their better pitchers down the stretch and through a great, great through a one hitter. I mean, you can look at right. So, I mean, you, you could say, you could say on the flip side, Washington's going, Oh, we got to face Walker Bueller. So, I mean, it, it, it's perspective. It's how you look at it. And I'm sure, you know, Doc is, is, is the best at this. He's going to get those guys together and make them feel confident and secure and be ready and be focused to go out there in, in game five and be ready to go. Hey, Brett, let me ask you, uh, I'm, I've always been um, kind of in the minority on this, I think, but I'm the guy who will put the winning or tying run on first base if second base is occupied, and they pitch the Rendon. Uh, I think it was maybe the sixth or the seventh yeah. inning. With yeah, that sack fly. Occupied. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah, see, I mean, I, as a pitcher, I, I'm – you hate I that know, ball, right? <laughs> yeah, you, you, well, you know that you have those bases open. And, you know, it's a situation where, 
you know, by the book, you wouldn't just intentionally walk him and, and put him on because you still got to face Soto right behind that. Um, so, you know, you're, you're picking your poison. So it, it, I, 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 I don't, I don't think that was the wrong call by pitching to him. You know, you know, you have the situation where you have open bases and you can, you can live on the edge and try to pick corners and, and keep the ball down and try to avoid that. You know, it's not always easier said than done, but you know, at some point you got to trust the pitchers being able to make pitches and execute pitches and, and, and do what, you know, typically they're supposed to do. You know, it's, it's quite easy to say you could have got a little ground ball or a pop-up in the infield, and that's a different story. Uh, but I, I, don't, I don't think it was the wrong call by pitching to him. Well, and, and we've been in, in uh, you know. Uh, and let's last... be honest, Rendon hasn't been doing a whole lot. No, some... Rendon's been pretty quiet, which is, has been interesting. So, but, you know, uh, last year, uh, didn't we take Milwaukee to a final game last year? And then we were all nail-biting last year. Absolutely. Uh, in the playoffs. So, you know, we've been here before. And that's the other thing is you got to remember, <clears throat> other than the last three batters in, in uh, game four for the Dodgers, the Rooks, these guys have all been there before, you know, I mean, the Dodgers are experienced. I mean, they've, they've been through these situations. I thought um, Chris Taylor had a really good at bat tonight, even though he ended up uh, K on the, it looked like a nasty slider, but I think he was, he was looking for something on the outer third in the lower half, but, but he battled. I mean, and those guys, as you've said several times, he's laying off those pitches is hard, man. No, the funny thing is my wife was talking to me. She's like, I don't see how anyone can hit. <laughs> because like you know she, she was asking a lot of questions about pitching tonight and like rotos i was explaining spin rate and all this other stuff and she's like i don't see how anyone can hit a ball if it, it's moving and you know i don't know the exact numbers but you know the timing of deciding whether to swing or not is like oh man zero 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 something of a second so to to basically determine i'm gonna swing or i'm gonna stop and then go beyond that to be able to get that bat barrel you know, recognizing the pitch, if it's a fastball or a slider or which way the ball is going to go. That's why they say it's one of the hardest things in sport is, is to hit a baseball. But there's a reason why major leaguers are major leaguers. My son was saying, you know, is he a good player? I'm like, well, he's in the big leagues. Son. <laughs> he's like, in the majors. Yeah, a, that's his question uh, pretty much every time. It's like, who's that? And I'm like, oh, this is uh, Justin Turner. It, well, is he good? And I'm like, well, yeah, he's in the big leagues. They're all, they're all pretty good if they're in the big leagues. So. Folks, here, here's the stat to remember. I'm sure Brett's heard this for 25 years, but I heard it years ago and I never forget it. Once you make it to the minors, there's a 6% chance that you make it to the major leagues. That's so. No, it's even less than that so i'll even go yeah, i think it's gone down since so, they used to say that yeah. so um i'll give you some perspective a little bit just quickly um a little sidetrack so the percentages of baseball players playing baseball whether it's high school college wherever the percent that gets drafted is less than one percent so less than one percent of all players that are eligible get drafted and then of those one percent that make it uh, into the minor leagues, less than 1% make it to the big leagues. And so then you take that and, and, you know, there's been just over 19,000 players to ever play in the big leagues. So when you start thinking about the number, you're talking the history of the major league baseball, only 19,000 people. That's a, you know, that's a quarter of a stadium. So it's the numbers are astronomical to actually make it there. So when, when guys are like, Oh, he's horrible. He's, he stinks. It's like, dude, he's in the big leagues. He's pretty good. He's, he's one of the best players in the world. He may not be a superstar and be a Mike Trout or something like that, but he's pretty darn good to be there. 
mean, last year, man, I was in Milwaukee for the first game of that series. The Brewers were a great team, great team. And you got to tip your hat to these, these, uh, all these teams that are in the playoffs. I mean, you don't make the playoffs if you're not good. In fact, if you're not great, right? Right. And, and, and to really keep it in perspective, uh, the Dodgers and the Nationals are the two best offensive teams in the National League and two of the best pitching staffs in the I think the Dodgers rank one and two hitting-wise, uh, respectively, Dodgers and, and Washington. And then you take the, the top three pitchers. I mean, you got Scherzer, you got Strasburg, you got Corbin, and then you got Ryu, Kershaw, and Bueller. I mean, t- look at those six pitchers. I mean, any one of those, you know, could, you know, be Cy Young candidate type people at some point in their career. You know, it's a, it's a great matchup. And this is, I'll tell you, we talked about it, gosh, Josh, how, how long? Four, five weeks before the season was, this was the team that scared me yeah. for that reason. Um, but, you know, it's been a good series so far. I don't think people should sit and think it's over and, and, the Dodgers blew it because that's why you play them. Hey, we're going to win. Up. We're going to win Wednesday. Okay. So yeah, two years ago, Max Scherzer came out and threw six solid innings. The Dodgers got one run. Okay. Um, Rich Hill only went two and two and two thirds and gave up one run, but Urias actually came in and got the playoff win in that definitive game five a couple of years ago. So, I mean, anything can happen guys. And, uh, the Dodgers have the experience on their side. They get the home field advantage on their side. And look, I'll take my chances with Walker Bueller because we have the best offense in the National League. And, right. and it is what it is. If somebody told you first game of the year, Brett, hey, we're going to put you in game five with Bueller versus Strasburg at home, what do you think? I mean, you're going to take that every time, right? Yeah, I mean, of course. I mean, a- anytime you have home field in a, in a, in a you know, a must-win situation, game five, game seven, it's where you want to be and have one of your better pitchers on the mound. Yeah, you, you would take those chances or those odds any, any day of the year. So it's just a matter of, you know, we talked about a little bit. We, we, need the, we need some of the guys in the lineup to be productive. I like the fact that Bellinger's is swinging the bat a little bit. Turner's been solid, you know, the whole series and Muncie. So we need the guys, the other guys. We need the, the Pollocks, the Petersons, um, a couple of those guys to step up and, and really get it done here. And, and help the situation. Yeah, so, I mean, what are your thoughts on, on uh, game five beyond what we've already talked about, Brett? I mean, you got any particular – you think Pollock's going to be back? Well, I'll at... tell you what, Beatty looked good. You know, I, I don't think he looked bad today. He had some good at-bats. Um, you know, it's just a matter of if, if Doc wants to run him out there. I mean, he got a hit today. It's more, it's more hits than, and, than Pollock got in the first two games. So, you know, I – Paul didn't look any better in his pinch hit. No, no, he, he didn't. So, lost. so I, I, I would imagine you, you never know what Dave, you never know what the Dodgers, what they're going to do or what their strategy is. Uh, you know, they may want a lefty off the bench, uh, pinch hitting wise and, and save um, Beatty. But, you know, it's, it's, it's all or nothing, <laughs> you know, yeah. game five. So. tells me we might see a Chris Taylor or Kike starting a second just to try something different yeah. with Lux out there. Yeah, Lux has been – it looks like he's been struggling. It's a big situation. You're talking a guy that was in AAA all year, came up for 30 games, uh, and then he's thrown right in the mix of it. And, you know, and he's, and to his defense, he's facing Scherzer. Scherzer's made him look silly. Yeah. I so actually thought I was impressed by how he looked against Scherzer until that last pitch. I'm all man, this guy's. Well, he looked. A, he looked a little bit better than his his uh, his first at bat, where he almost yeah. he's a pitch that almost hit him. So you know, I was a little more confident that he made contact. So I was I was like, oh, that's positive. But I don't know. I don't know if you run him out there for game five or or you mix it up and have the veteran guys that that 
you know, have, you know, uh, you know, some, some background and, and have the resume that I've gotten it done, you know, in the playoffs before. Well, hey, folks, we're the Dodger dudes, and we believe in the Dodgers. We're on the Believe Podcast Network. We, we're looking for a Dodger victory on Wednesday night. Uh, we'll be back uh, after that game to do a preview of the National League Championship I like, Series. I like where your head's at, John. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, hopefully the Dodgers will be playing, and I believe they will. Hey, uh, so we got – what do we got here? We got Walker Bueller versus Steven Strasburg. We're going to see seven innings of no more than three runs – and then the Dodgers are going to pull it out. I'm going to say four to three Dodgers uh, at home on Wednesday night. Brett, wow, do I don't even want to make a prediction. <laughs> I've been so bad. <laughs> we, we haven't hit the predictions quite well. I'm just going to say Dodgers win. Uh, yeah, let's say Walker Bill is going to throw great. There's going to be a couple exciting bombs from the Dodgers. You can see Kershaw's pitching in. You're, going to, you're definitely going to see Kershaw in there at some point. Um, you know, it's all hands on deck. Um, you know, there's no tomorrow, basically, when, you, when, it, when it's game five. You've got to throw everything you got and, and hope everyone comes to play. And, you know, I'm sure the Dodgers are ready. They're going to be ready. Doc will have them ready. They'll come out there intense and, and ready to get it. All right, we believe in the Dodgers. It's the Dodger Dudes with uh, your co-host Josh Luke, former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko. Go Dodgers. Get a big victory Wednesday night. We'll be back for a preview of the National League Championship Series <laughs> later in the week, guys. Thanks, Brett. All right, let's go. Game five. Let's get it. Thanks for tuning in to the Dodger Dudes show with the former Dodger pitcher Brett Tomko and Josh the Duker Luke. Whether you're at the stadium, on your couch, or at work, don't forget to interact with the hosts on social media at the Dodger Dudes on Twitter and Facebook. That's the Dodger Dudes on both Twitter and Facebook. Check out other SoCal sports podcasts at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Now go vote on our Twitter and Facebook fan poll and tune in again soon. Game on. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.